over this new Tennis Point hoodie. Easy. Shout out to Tennis Point, guys. The new merch, you guys got to check into it. Super comfortable. Welcome to your Tennis Podcast, Episode 9. Nate Waller, Joe Patton. What's going on, my man? We're watching Day 3 of the Australian watching Open. Tennis. Slam seasons are active. What do you, what, what's, give me your first takeaway after uh, you've, you've watched two and a half now days of, of, of tennis. Uh, the overwhelming take, like, is there somebody that's impressed you? Is it the, what is it? I think that there's, my favorite part about it is that there's nine Americans that made it into the second round. I'll say that that, I think that the, my, Love it. The, the thing that sticks out to me is that basically all the people that we thought were going to win won. We haven't had one big miss. I think we both had Holger getting over Quan, but you I, actually, I think you're saying Quan. You can Quan, yeah. I but other than that, like and we're I, still and that's intact. No knock on Holger Rune. No way. Holger Rune is a star in the making, but um, he just his he, he's it's weird because he is fit, but he's got to figure out either how to shorten points or how to. It's the cramping. It's it's ha- it happened at the U.S. Open. And it's happened it happened here in the first slam of the season. Once he gets that kind of situation figured out, which I have full faith that he will, because he's so dedicated to his craft. He's going to be fine. I mean, Holger Rune played amazing for the first two sets and a half, I, really almost three sets, and I, I was impressed by his ability. Like, he put on, for sure, maybe five, ten pounds of muscle since uh, last season. It felt like just with – he was hitting the ball cleaner. He looked better uh, physically, and he's, looks his body's kind of maturing, and that guy's a superb talent. Shout out to Holger Rune. Jumped in the top 100 for the first time of his career um, coming off this um, early part of his season, and I think that's that was kind of big for him. I mean, you could – just talking to him – that was something that he wanted as kind of a, a career goal. Uh, he talked about how Sasha Zverev, he was like, screw being top 300, man. Like when he met him when he was 16, he's like, you should be top 100 in the next year or two. And so I think for him to kind of make that come to fruition, I think Holger Rune is going to have a big year. And I think he's a, a superior, uh, superb talent. And Quan is just so good. Quan does a little bit of everything. I mean, he does, he's, I mean, he's got a solid backhand. He's got a forehand solid. He's giving Shapovalov problems right now. Lost the first set in a tough breaker. He's on serve, uh, five all, and he's just he's just steady. He's always there. You saw him blow past uh, Tiafo and Holger Rune in the practices leading up to the Open, um, and he just they're running like uh, suicides. And the dudes out here showboating, backpedaling the last lap against Tiafo. So the dude's got wheels, solid server. Uh, just not a customer you want to see on on day one of the Australian Open. But um, no, and I think that. Just that was just a it was like kind of that was just like a sample of what we had to come. You had Karatsev go deep with Munar, yeah. That match was electric. Five sets, Karatsev 87 winners, I believe, and 107 unforced errors. That is just absurd. I think Munar had 24 winners and like 36 unforced errors. It's just like Karatsev, his his game plan is so simple. It's like I'm gonna hit the ball bigger, harder, faster, and just do it the entire match. And he's coming off a title last week. You thought he might be like losing a little bit of his legs. He finds a way to come out on top. I think he was down uh, two sets to one. Came back and won the last two, but super impressive uh, dub for him. I think he's he plays Mackenzie McDonald, the American, in the next round. Yep. And that's a uh, that's a tough matchup for the for the American. Yeah, that's gonna be hard. I think Tommy Paul just lost in the in his uh, in the tiebreaker for the, so seven six <laughs> seven five seven six. Man. That would be my other thing that I I missed on that one too. No, Tommy, <laughs> I thought he was going through. That's there. a bummer because Tommy Paul had the uh, had a nice opportunity good here. Draw because something happened and he didn't. Yeah, have they had a something weird. Pretty good player was taken out of the draw and catch Monovich. He catches him 
on on, on uh, round two there instead of world number one. And I thought he was going to – I mean, lost in straights, all very competitive sets. Kachmanovic was balling, though. I mean, we, we were watching the second set match – or the uh, second set um, point on Tommy's serve, add out. I mean, Tommy had a beautiful kick serve oh, yeah. in the ad box. Surprise. And he goes, surprise, takes a short angle backhand. French fries. French And rips it cross court for a winner. And that just, uh, you could tell it was, it was probably not going to be Tommy's day after that. But yeah. in other American actions, since we're on the subject, yeah. Opelka, what, have you, what, did you, what did you see from him tonight? Yeah. Against Kepfer, the, I mean, the German? Definitely the, just watching him hit serves was pretty, pretty studular. I think that. He, man. I mean, it would be nice to have 145 on your shoulder when you wanted it. I know, God. Or just seven foot freak, and the dude. It's just a swat down. It is, and his movement is what maybe impresses me more than how live his shoulder is. Is just how he kind of glides across the court and whatever size shoe he's got on, probably he size was, 18. I mean, they were big. They look like boats, they, they and they're neon like green skis. Yeah, neon the, green skis. The, the Fila kit he's got on, check it out. Being sold at tennis tennis dash point dot com. It is a uh, a beautiful fit, and I think Fila's really stepped their game up. They got a number of talented guys um, repping their stuff. You know, you got Diego, you got Nakashima out there giving Berrettini trouble. Yeah. You got Opelka out there with it. Um, you got. I'm trying to think of. Who, There's a lot of lot of dudes wearing the Fila, which I. I yeah. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's kind of making a comeback. It is on the women's side as well. Uh, you got you got Ash Barty out there rocking it. Yep. And she's. I mean, well, let, let's before we get back to the men, let's touch on the women's side of the game real let's quick. Let's do it. With the Americans, first one I wanted to bring up, Madison Keys, twenty-five, only twenty-five years old, had a rough year last year. Dropped, I think, out of the top eighty. I think she's like in the mid eighties or nineties. And Madison Keys has always been a player that's had the weapons, had the one-two punch with the serve, with the forehand, moves pretty well, good athlete. But she just stopped. It seemed like she stopped having fun, and she even admitted to it. She started putting too too much of an emphasis on her ranking and on. Um, kind of that portion of the tennis where when players have to do that a little bit and have goals be so oriented towards the ranking and stuff and worry about that number next to their name, it can cause problems. And I think once your mental game goes, it doesn't matter how talented you are, how big you hit the ball, you can uh, you kind of lose your mojo. Yep, um, but, at you know, every she, level, totally. And I think her last title was in 20 – it was in Cincinnati, I think was her last title, in 2019, I think. Um, but, no, she got her title of the week uh, – or title of the, first title of the year to start off – was in Adelaide. She took one last week, and then she's followed up with uh, two really impressive wins in Melbourne. She takes out Sophia Kennan, fellow American, in straight sets, high level match. Keys was, I mean, just pushing the ball into the corners, and Kennan tried to throw everything at her. She was, she was counter punching. She was throwing up, mixing in the high topspin lobs, trying to get Keys out of rhythm, and Keys just kept coming up with uh, the solution. And her ball just penetrates the court so well, and she just gets so much momentum behind it and her swing speed is I've, I watched her, I've gotten to watch her warm up up close I mean her ball it she hits the ball as big as anybody I think on the women's side maybe besides like a Sabalenka um but that's that, that's somebody that I'm just happy to see her back because I think she's so much fun to watch I'm a, I'm a big fan she hit 65 percent of her first serves in I think that's better than most of the dudes that's that, that'll that'll win you some matches right there with that um with that percentage on the other um, American end of things, you got Allison Risk uh, took a, took took the first set against Ostapenko, then dropped the second, and now they're on serving the third. Uh, you had Emma Raducanu take down Sloane Stevens in just a very weird lopsided match. It was like six oh two six six two or something like that. Yep. 
it was just a bizarre match. I don't. I'm, I'm the breather set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the, the, <laughs> That's big exhale set. The, yeah. To, yeah. Go ahead, you play out for a second. I'll, I'll come back in in the third. <laughs> any of the? Uh, have you gotten to watch any of the women's action um, through the first? Couple uh, I watched the Pagula. Pag- Jessica, Pagula, Jessica Pagula, the Pagula. other American. She's she's good, man. Bills, Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia. <laughs> Shout who day. Bengals are for sure <laughs> taking down the, the uh, Jessica Pagula Bills in, in AFC finals. Um, a few of the other female, Samova, another American who just won a title last week. She plays Belinda Bencic in round two. That's one that, that's popcorn tennis right there. Popcorn tennis. Get your popcorn, find the couch, watch that. I mean, that's going to be a big serving, big first ball forehand. Uh, just who can swing each other off the court right there. Belinda Bencic, the uh, former gold medalist this past summer. And Anisimova, who's starting to find her game again. She's still young, just changed coaches, now has Darren Cahill in her corner and seems to have some new mojo and another player that's uh, back to having fun on the court. She seemed to kind of uh, lo- lose her uh, poise on the court for the last part of uh, 2021. But, you know, she just you can just tell. I, don't, I, don't, I read into social media probably too much, but when the players are, are posting about tennis again and um, it feels like they're – like that's where they kind of let their real true self out a, a little bit. And she started posting more just about – being on the practice courts and um, just smiling in the locker room. And I think that's a good sign for her because she's a superb talent, a big ball striker, swings out for the fences. And um, she could have Osaka. If she comes through Belinda Bench, she would have Osaka. That would be another must-watch one. And Osaka is looking fit again, uh, mentally looks much more engaged than she was last season. And she's the best hardcore player on the women's side. So heavy. I would, I, in my opinion, I'd say she's probably a heavy favorite to win this. But – I don't. I don't know. I, it's the women's game is so unpredictable. B- Barty's playing big time tennis. Simona Howell is playing really good tennis. Bedosa rolled tonight as well. I think she was. At, I think she won like six zero six three. Bedosa's just super steady. Doesn't quite have the weapons of like a Sabalenka or a Madison Keys, um, per se. But she's just so steady off the floor. Um, solid serve, makes you beat her, and she's playing her best tennis of her career, uh, and, and really has been for the last year or so. I'm a big Bedosa fan. I think she's just great for the game with how she's just always smiling out there, having fun, doesn't ever seem to be pouting out there, and I just think she's an easy one to root for. Um, the Nike kit that she's rocking as well as Keys and that, the red, how, how do you feel about the, all, all the red on red with Nike Court? Uh, I think that it's, I mean, even with the guys, the red on red, I just it, it's hard as a person that, I mean, if you were going to buy that, you would have, <laughs> you just stick out as like immediately <laughs> you would have the, the, big sign on your back <laughs> that you you're watching the Aussie open like nice nice kit that's so <laughs> do you true, like though. did you watch the do you watch the second round matches no why <laughs> why do you ask why do you ask I, I just bought this I, I just like got it. It. I just like this red pants with this slightly different red shirt so um another another last two uh takes on the women's not side not that there's anything wrong with it sorry <laughs> no but go buy that buy, tennis point tennis-point.com We've got it in in stock, it's I believe stock. now. I mean, it looked great website, on you. It will. It, you, you'll shine on the court, just not matching with the uh, Australian Open blue courts too too much. Um, I like the tie dye that the Adidas was. What do you think? Sorry. I, to I love no. That's a good question. And I love the Adidas collection that just came out. I thought their launch, the Great Barrier Reef uh, tennis court, just floating and having all these Olympians on the court, uh, just I think it just popped. I mean, the way they did it was super cool. I think Felix and uh, Sasha and S- Steph yeah, and Corda all look great. Colors. Steph has like a more of a striped white white polo with yep. the black stripes. I think his outfit looks great. I think Zverev with a more simple shirt with like the tie dye shorts and the matching shoes. 
It's a great look. I think Sitsi Poss and Felix also look clean. I was actually talking to uh, Midwest Tennis as a joke in the DMs today about it. He was, <laughs> he was messaging me. He's like, what do you think about these outfits? And I'm like, dude. I was like, he's like, he, he, was, he, he agreed, though. The Nike he was not feeling. And he's big on the Asics collection with, uh, like, the Rusevori. Um, yeah. And I think that's a clean look as well. And they lost uh, Guillaume Monfils this, this uh, season, which um, he changed to – I forget who he changed to. And he also changed his racket brand. That dude's got undergone some, some big changes. How but, do you do that? Um, no, the last two notes on the women's side for me was I was going to say was Coco Goff. I just couldn't believe she lost that round. I mean, going into that, I was fairly confident she was going to win that matchup. You picked her to go in deep in I went, the I thought, she, I thought she was going to go deep here. I mean, yeah. I'm a fan, so maybe I was just biased, and I hadn't um, probably taken into account that she's maybe feel. I don't know. Yeah, the women's, so, you're right. It's just so hard, it's so hard to, to pick predict. it. I do not gamble on the women's tennis at all because I just have no clue. Like, other than, like, Ash Barty, um, and that's kind of she's and, a and, lock. And Naomi, she's and, a yeah, lock. She is, and Naomi Osaka when she's locked when in, she's playing. That, yeah, then I think those two outside of those two, even like Sabalenka who had the the yips last week on her serve, yeah. seems to have found it. Uh, she played well tonight, lost the first set to Stormy Sanders, but then she just, I mean, she just there's it's like she doesn't pull back at all. She goes bigger when she has problems, and it's like, and it worked. And uh, I w- I wish she was a little cleaner moving forward. Yeah. And just kind of and finishing up at the net, but no, she's pretty much a, sh- a strict baseliner, but a, a problem for sure. Um, any other notes on the women's side? I was, it's, it's just the, the draw is so wide open. I think, especially on the bottom half, it's like y- you could any mini money mo the bottom half, and you probably will have a better chance of picking the semifinals than I, than I would. Yeah, me um, either. I don't Schwantek, know. actually, that's another one that I think she could make. Like, I'm pretty confident she's going to make a run. I, I think she's got she's got Peterson in this in this matchup in round 2 and then Kasekina or Lynette, which I I mean I think she's a she'll be a heavy favorite to win both of those. I think you'll see her in week 2 and if she's in week 2 uh, and continues to play her better and better tennis and kind of peak in, in week 2, I think she could uh make a deep run and as well as Muguruza. That's she's just I mean she's Muguruza's just been around it feels like forever and just playing at a high level. But no, that's the women's side. Um I don't have any other takeaways. I've I've been more tuned into the ATP side for sure. But Madison Keys, I've watched both of her matches and uh, really happy for her. And I think she's uh, just super fun to watch. And I'm hoping she can make a deep deep run because she's got the weapons to do it. Let's go into the men's. I'm watching this. Oh, Corda was Corda's on serving the third. He was up a break. He's got a hold. He's down four five. Serving it out. I like this. The court he's on looks like a fun place to watch a tennis match. I wish that fifty percent capacity is, I believe, what they're at right now. It's just a bummer because that is he ma- on the one with the robot, the robot chairs. I think he. I is. think he is. A match like that deserves the, the audience, the full capacity. But you, you were you made a great point. The camera angles. First off, how is an Australian Open Grand Slam event only on ESPN Plus? I mean, get us some mainstay cable channel coverage i mean and on top of that what did you say to begin this podcast you said before we started the podcast the camera angles yeah i feel like they just put the like the task cam up on the fence like your dad when you go play in some tournament to because you get the weird you're you're, it's bouncing around so you're you're the baseline sometimes the baseline guy on the near court just disappears It's like a major, and you can't even you can't see the difference in the ball height. Like you can't no. see any of the spin. You can't see tra- tra- no trajectory. Like, 
and it moves like it moves out of your line of sight. It's weird. Like you can't see the deep ball into the court. Like I always feel like you could always tell when they start in the French Open or Wimbledon, but they they've removed all those cameras, so now it's just a weird angle. Like passing shot. Like Mute just had a ridiculous passing shot to get a fifteen thirty look on on a court of serve. Yeah, and you cannot tell how like. Steep his angle on that cross court backhand. Was yeah, you get no angle. You can't see the. You it's just the burners. Ball, yeah. It just all looks like burners. Yeah, everything. I, I guess your boy Dan, Daniel Medvedev really just changed the whole way tennis is going to cover um, from the uh, behind the baseline. Because he almost broke his hand, so it's he said. Like he kicked it, he kicked that guy's camera over, and it was and tennis is no longer no gonna, longer no longer going to have cameras on court. But that's like, if you want to engage a casual fan, this. I don't think this is going to do it. Like this type of, it's not an intimate angle. You don't feel like you're a part of the match. You feel like you're like levitating over the court or like first row balcony. Yeah. It's like, I just feel like I'm so high up and you can't really make out. You can't see the player's fate. I mean, you can't see a whole lot. It's not, it's not ideal as, as you were saying, Carlos Alcaraz, dude, he is so fast. I could, th- this guy, I took a future on him. Ten dollars. It was like to win five hundred bucks or something like that. <laughs> you told to win me. the whole thing, it's like, please. If I mean, gonna, if not, I won't eat Ch- Chick Fil A tomorrow or something. Well, and he does work out. I noticed that. I, I mean, think he looks. That I was saying that like yesterday that you were he, down his he was in the same like, build Joe, as Rublev. Yeah, and then you sent me that picture. That had, that had he me is hot. not the same. That build. had me hot. I mean, I know they both have a Nike check mark on their shirt, but compare. Yeah, Rublev's legs are definitely not the same. No, no. Carlos is loaded. I mean, he, I don't know why I thought Rublev was so much bigger than he was. Rublev weighs like one forty-five, <laughs> like dripping wet, like maybe one fifty if he ate his vegetables. Wait, but well, like, he wears more gold. Yeah, he, <laughs> the gold might give him an extra pound. Um, Carlos though reps pulls out the cutoff for at, at this slam, and he just—I mean, his shoulders are massive. Dude's legs are loaded. Um, that guy is. That's a world number one in the near in future. The making. Give me, yeah, give me two years, two and a half years at the most, I think, and I'll just go out. That's a hot. I guess it's a hot take. I don't know if it's a hot take anymore. He's got the sixth highest UTR in the world. That's I think I, I don't know if I told you that the other day. I was looking at the UTRs. Yeah, you did. And I we was put like, it on the pod. That was. Did good. we put that on the podcast already? Yep. Sixth highest UTR in the world, and he's only 18 years old. On the men's side, though, top three matches that we've seen so far. We were discussing this before. Give me, give me your first. Match that you watch that you've been tuned into so far was, um, I mean the, the highest level you've seen, the highest level. Highest level. Um, I mean, I guess it's because there's been some blowouts. I guess like sure. I think like like the closest like the most exciting match that I watched was, uh, John Isner and uh, Cressy. I watched that um, just to see him net crash, and Cressy, every man. single set went to tiebreaker. Or it went to seven six seven five seven six seven six six four. That was probably my first combined that, seventy aces in that match. Seventy aces. That's insane. What Cressy is? If you guys haven't watched him, make sure you watch some some Cressy. Maxine Cressy, former UCLA Bruin. He serves and volleys. It's, Max. I haven't. I don't think I've said serve and volley. Um, as, as like a, a and that's his thing too. Even it's, on the second pl- serve, it's plan A. It's plan A on the first serve. It's plan A on the second yep. serve. Yep. He's not scared. He if he even if he clunks a volley in the air, he's still gonna he sit in there. A, he missed a ton of first serves too. I well, don't. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was, I, it was 50, I feel like fifty five percent. Okay. Serve, I think. Well, that's not as bad as carrot serve, right? No, well, carrot serve, carrot serve, man. Just 
that's that's outrageous. We've we've talked about him. No, not to go there, but like you were able. So like I was because I, now I'm like looking at everybody's serve percentage, but we're, I would we're say, becoming obsessed with the serve percentage. We are. Here. <laughs> well, because Nadal was at forty percent, which is insane. Well, let me see what Nadal. But he still right won now. in straights. Nadal's at fifty eight percent tonight, so he's in, he's increasing a little bit. But um, look out! Look out! Court of Mutet, Shapovalov, Quan, two fantastic matches. Quan and Shapovalov have split sets, both in tiebreakers. Quan is just, I mean, he takes out Holger Rune, and now he, yeah. this is like, his, he's got a chance, because Shapovalov has, some of these matches that you, you really think he can hit these guys off the court, he's just, he's struggled a little bit at, at the slam events, where I thought he would turn a corner, still young, still has time, but with his weapons, and I mean, especially the backhand, and his, so athletic, his movement. He just seems that he has almost, he's just got to find his plan A and make that like a steady diet of something. I still don't know where, like, I can't figure out his patterns. When I watch him and other top guys, I kind of know when I'm watching where that next ball is going. Yeah. With Shapovalov, when he's playing well, I feel like I kind of know what, what he's looking to do. Don't you feel like in the slam, too, that if you wow, don't. Wow, what get... a shot by Shapovalov. Down the line off a massive return. And he finds the whippy forehand, the Rafa forehand down the line, heavy top. Oh, that is ridiculous. Sorry. No, that's, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just. Jeezel uh, Pete, what an athlete, dude! It must be the new E zone. That new E zone is special. <laughs> Sheesh. It's I, ice cold. It is icy cold. I made a cool edit. We're gonna be doing an E zone giveaway here within the next few days. I uh, took a picture from Getty Images. I'm waiting for them to respond to me in the DMs. Um, I need that edit because that is with the iceberg in the E zone. <laughs> That is a cold <laughs> stick right there. I mean, the increased 7% strike zone with the straight grommets, shout out to the Yonix, putting together great products, all 2021 long. It's That momentum, that wave of momentum is going to continue, I think. That That is a brand that is has really won me over as being a uh, prestigious, top-of-the-line top brand. It's the future, I think. I mean, I was They've all... got so many guys and girls repping the Yonix, and even including some head-to-toe players like Casper Rude, Hubie Hercots, Yoshi Nishioka. I mean, the, the V core. They're on the V core. Like her, Herbie. Yoshi Nishioka might have had the best shoe of the Australian Open. Um, he lost to Albert, Albert, but he had the sickest Yonix shoes. I think Yonix is just. They make good strings. They're real. Like, they're into this. It's like a lifestyle. What, what, like, they're these guys, even like their whole team, their marketing team that we've talked to, it's like. They give us so much information. It can be overwhelming, but I love it. Like, give me all the stats. Yeah, nerd out on tennis. I, I would, yeah, all day. Luxline's another one that they gave us a cool presentation um, in 2021. And Luxline, they, like, their string is, I mean, th- this is not a game, fellas. This is this is what they do every day. They make sure they have these cows in Ireland that are treated and fed and, I mean, in a very specific manner to produce the um, the best, the best uh, natural gut string. So, um, no, give me while we're watching some of this. I mean, this is just a lot of good well. Time. I was gonna say before, like, what's like, okay, don't you think in the first for a major, yeah. the people that are burning through in three sets are the actual people that are coming to play? Because you you can't do a five set match. No, Andy through the grind got, of a, of a major. Yeah, Andy so Murray got into that. I was we talked about that before. What? Well, so yeah, like, if like you can take out all the people that already played their five set match because they're already kind of burned into some oil. You, no, you can like you can. I mean, I, you I can still do a, it. It's a massive factor. We'll say that for sure. Yeah. Um, Medvedev that, three. So carrots at one five. Garen always goes yep. five. I mean, you yep. could Garen up six three six four. 
takes the first two and still manages to go to a fifth set. That's that's pretty brutal. And I think Martinez, um, I like the matchup there. Martinez took out Delbonis. Rublev um, walked through his match. Yeah, he did. Um, who else went five? I know um, Lajovic went five. And he's yep. gonna. It, I mean, it matters. I mean, he's probably gonna get tuned by Car- by, by Alcaraz. And Tiafa went five. He's gonna get tuned by Fritz. Yep. Yep. I mean, you got. I think. Sinners. No, uh, he 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 won three. Quan um, went five, but that dude is fit is a damn fiddle. I mean, that dude is. I don't yeah, know. I don't know I don't... if Quan. No, it, I mean it's brutal. I mean he's he's gonna try to push Shapovalov here in the third set, but that is. I mean, huge advantage for Shapovalov. I mean, who's. Oh, yeah. Actually, but he had a but Shapovalov had a pretty physical against Jair. Yeah. That, that was a tough four set battle as well. But it, it you do want to get out of these matches kind of unscathed, just if, so if you you're can trying to last breathe. the week too. Right. Um, Nadal got his for he's it looks like he's going to coast through this second match. Is he really going? Is he going to win this major? Is he he might. Win this? He he got all the way. To, I mean, he 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 didn't make it to the finals last year, and I feel like that was like a, just a kick in the. Wait. Nadal. No, yeah. Are I you talking about Nadal? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, he's going to the finals right now. I mean, he's got, he's got to. And there's I mean, this, something happens to so the guy that he was going to play in that top of the bracket wasn't allowed <laughs> in the country. So like he's got a coast, and like everybody else in the bottom of the bracket, it's just but a free for all. It's a killer, R- killer world. Rafa leads the tour in winners inside the service box. I mean, his ball still. I mean, he's, he's lost a little bit of that easy depth, kind of easy. Um, Controlled power to the baseline as he's gotten older, but he's still hitting with the, just a ferocious swing speed. Yeah, it's just landing a little bit shorter, but it's it is it's creating, landing shorter. He is, yeah, he's creating more angles though, and he's pushing guys further wide and opening up the court more, so it doesn't matter that he gets that same kind of uh, deep heavy heaviness on it. He's just it's still heavy as anything. It's getting on guys' shoulders, and so, Rafa just he looks fit again off of that foot injury. Yeah, tricky coming off that. The French Open loss to Novak took a lot out of him. I mean, it just emotionally and physically, you could tell Novak wasn't or Rafa wasn't the same um, after that. He tried to play against. He lost to get to Lloyd Harris, I believe, in uh, Canada, and then he wrapped it up. And he didn't play since. But all, all here's the here's the thing with Nadal though. So assuming he gets through tonight, which he looks like he's coasting, he's got to play Karen. I'm guessing he walks Hodge through. Enough. Yeah. And then he's Karen, get, then he then he's got Karen says that's, that's not a great that's or Hercots. Hachinov is. It's gonna take a set, I would imagine, off Rafa. Oh yeah, he's playing I, like, hot. He was playing hot. He, I mean, on Kudla, he he he's getting the, ra- the round two though. We got Fritz. Michel. And he's rocking the red on red Nike. Who is Karen? Karen, yeah, he is. He, and to be honest, he's one of the few guys that kind of it look. It kind of fits him well. Him and Kyrgios look kind of clean in the in the all red Nike Nike suit. Um, it's true. I will say those two guys. You know why Nick looked good? Is he got the black undershirt? The black undershirt with yeah. the chains, and he's. Yeah, but don't wear the navy blue socks, Nick. You can't. You can't. Na- navy and red. That's that, that's a technical foul. You're, it's his flag. You're shooting two free throws. <laughs> right. um, Tiafo and Fritz. So round two. That's yeah. that's popcorn. I, I I'm getting my popcorn for that. And I don't even like popcorn. I um, think that 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 one goes into the Fritz played three sets. Tiafo played five. Uh, yep. I was hoping Benoit Pair didn't go to five because I mean that's that is uh, first off I can't believe he won a fifth set like that's just shout out to Benoit. We one said of, don't bet on one Benoit. Of the, yeah, one of the coolest dudes on totally. the tour. Pair is a legend. Somehow he beat Montero in a fifth set, which is very unlike Benoit. Um, but he's got Grigor Dimitrov now <laughs> against the Bulgarian, and Dimitrov is. Is um, it Bulgaria or Hungary? Or Hungary? Why yeah. did I say Bulgaria? No, I don't he's, know. He's, he's, 
He's hungry for some he's, yeah, championship. That's a technical foul there on me. So we're we're, we're tied up one one on on tees here. No. Um, <laughs> you gotta take foul look, shots. Got, yeah. Uh, Dimitrov and Pear should be a, a solid match. Just just a weird matchup. Like yeah. Dimitrov is clean off both wings. You got Pear who wants to hit backhands all day. Yeah. Um, next matchup I, I have my eyes on Medi Kyrgios. Ooh, I yeah. mean, come on, come on. That is popcorn. That's definitely popcorn. That's big time popcorn. So who do you have winning that one? Because I think that that like weirdly could go either way. I think Medvedev is definitely should win, but then he looked sloppy yesterday. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like. I mean, he won his straight sets, but he played Henry Lockison. And yeah. Kyrgios, I mean, I have to say, he just looks, pretty, like for Kyrgios standards especially, yeah. looks pretty fit. Like he added some muscle. His upper body looks a little, a little cleaner. He's not afraid of anybody. He's not. A, he's definitely not afraid of anybody. He's definitely not afraid of Medvedev. No, and they, they've had a little bit of media uh, back and forth. Yeah. Like, just a little friendly. Uh, they actually both shout each other out. So I think... But I mean, um, he's not afraid of like. No. You think Medvedev would probably put a little fear into anybody, but not. You think Kira. he would, but not curious. I hope curious does the whole drop because I mean Medvedev stands Spin. in in round and he sta- he stands in row seven returning. So that that underarm slice serve, I want to see how many times curious goes to that because oh, that, that, that could be, be dangerous against Medi. Yeah. Have these two ever played before? I was. I, uh, I don't think so. I can't think. I of can't the remember time. the time that they played. Let me look. I, they I'm have to have. I'm sure they played somewhere. They, I'm sure they. Let's see. They have. Let's see. Let they see. have played twice. Really? They played twice. Wait, they wait, played wait, in 2019 wait. in Rome. Curious one and three. They played in Washington D.C. in 2019 as well. Curious one and straight. There so, you go. I mean. I mean, Betty's probably looking to just take his head off. Betty probably hasn't forgotten those losses. Um, so I think that's going to give him a little nice extra motivation. But, right. Nick is maybe that's why he looks I mean, sloppy on Lockison because he was trying to play game plan how he's going to play Nick. Nick is dangerous though because I think the pressure is not there. Like he's not this young twenty-two or twenty-three year old guy that's um, supposed to still crack the top fifteen or ten anymore. He's just gearing up for these big moments in his career that he's going to have opportunities to do, especially in his home country. He's obviously got the goods. He's got the weapon with the forehand. His backhand is. He's just able to his placement and accuracy with that thing is. Is deadly. Yep. He he moves. He's moving pretty well. I hope his body holds up. I just hope his body holds up because if he does and he plays the whole full match, healthy, that dude is dangerous and he is unbelievable for tennis. I mean, he just he does it his own way. He does it different. He brings the fans into it. He brings casuals to the sport. Nick Kyrgios, we need him on the tour. I, I saw. I know he's talked about this being possibly his last year. I hope that's not true. I hope he's got um, some big wins left in his career because. That dude is a treat, and I know that might even, that sounds like it's probably controversial to, to even say because everybody's probably like, no, he's bad for tennis, but no, he he isn't. He really isn't. No, he's great. He's an honest person. I think that his take on the whole, just the treatment of just, yeah, we're all human beings out here. Of guys. that guy that didn't make it, like I think that that was pretty gutsy. He got most of the other guys kind of marching in line as you you know do what you got to do to get to play in the tournament. Um, in some ways, but he would, and maybe he he can do that because of his you know tenure on the tour versus right. some of these other guys that are still trying to make it. So whatever. Berrettini is stomping on Kozlov. It's up six one two all. Um, that's that's a, yeah, that's a tricky matchup there. That's uh, you don't want to. I mean, Berrettini is a big. Blitzer. How do you um, see Cressy getting through if he can through Schwartzman? <laughs> wait, so, wait, 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 wait. I'm just saying. If they, he's but, got a qualifier, I think, right? Right. He's got, yeah. And then got, Schwartzman has the wild card. 
And then Schwartz, yeah, so Schwartzman versus See, uh, Cressy. In that round three, I know it's, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but we that's what we got to do. I'm just jumping point. ahead of the gun. I'm thinking that they it's both win. It's tennis point Tuesday. We can do this type of stuff. Right, right. Um, Cressy versus Schwartzman. Because we, I we thought. that matchup. I want to see it because I just I watched Cressy play the giant, and now I'd like to see him play Schwartzman because he hit so low into Isner. Yep, it'd be neat to see how that smash no, smash and grab game works on the on on the guy that can he's already down there anyway. So you're not going to go low on Diego. No, you're not going to go low on Diego. He's already five four. You're right. Um, he's not. You can, five, he, five. He's going to dig out whatever but you got. Cressy's going to like yeah that matchup really. That's going to be cool. Me. I, I, I want to that. I want to watch that. It kind of reminds me of, uh, in a not quite, but um, Vanda Zenshope, when he played uh, Diego at the U.S. Open this past year, he's got a little bit of that in him, but he obviously comes to the net a lot more. And I think Diego can struggle with those type of hitters on the on the hard court because he just he's got the firepower on the backhand where he can drive down the line, but he's on the forehand. You can you can kind of push him around at the baseline, and but Diego's obviously one of the best defending players on the tour. So that is just an awesome matchup. We need to see. It. We haven't really talked about Zverev or Tsitsipas either. So, oh, it's good to bring that up. Point both th- those guys are fitted in that new Adidas, and they both look. I think they're both those outfits look great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Ubersonic fours for uh, Zverev, the barricades for Tsitsipas, and I, I just Adidas tennis that launched. I'm I'm a big fan of that. We need more of those cool, um, pr- like promotional launches, like where they do like a cool activation campaign type thing. Where it's like the end plastic waste with Adidas is just just adds a little more pop to this whole thing, and I think you can all the you can tell all these players are proud to be a part of it. They've all posted on Instagram, yeah, um, just kind of showcasing their thing with like their uh, cool little like towels that say different things on them. And I think Adidas had a nice, well thought out plan to kick off the year, and I think that stuff matters. Uh, I, I guess that's coming from a marketing guy, but um, <laughs> <laughs> go buy that stuff. Yeah, go, go buy, buy go buy tennis point point dot com. It's all on the it's stock. Got it all. It's all there. It's all, yep, it's all there for you guys. Got and. At the, at the greatest price. So, <laughs> Sitsipas, we'll start off with him first. He looks healthy, finally. Uh, he had the uh, the elbow issue, which he pulled out of a match earlier this season already. He seems to, I mean, he looked pretty good. Yamura he went is, three straight. Yamura three is, not, straight. is not an easy guy to play against. Right. That, guy, that guy's fast as hell, and he's just chased, he just tracks down every ball. And Sitsipas, his backhand was, one thing that stood out to me, is he's not getting, um, the depth that that I'm that I think you need to have against these top guys. He's not pushing. He didn't push Yamura around quite enough, and Yamura was hitting a high spinny ball to the backhand and really testing it. And he wasn't. Sitsipas wasn't really creating a bunch of unforced errors off that one. Yep. But he wasn't getting the ball past. I mean, more than a foot past the service line for the majority of those balls. So I think that could be an, an issue to look out for as he got advances into this draw. Yeah. But I thought Sitsipas. I mean, when he's when he's healthy and when he's playing with confidence. The serve and the forehand, the movement. He's a great athlete, but I don't like. I, I think he he's one of the guys at the, at the top top six or seven that you could see get uh, an early. He's got Dimitriov or um, the, Benoit. If, 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 I, he I gets, like if he gets through bad, yeah, I, I like him there. But it's going to be in like the round three or four where I think he's going to be tested and right uh, before he kind of makes his deep run. Zverev, on the other hand, I, that's that guy. He he's a contender. I think with his. I mean, Altmaier played well. Like, I think Altmaier played a good match, and Zverev is—he um, just—he puts—he put on even more weight. It looks like he even added more muscle to his frame. He's able to just his backhand, his two-hand backhand. I think that it is, and I think Zverev like last year he's doing all the rope a dope, like yep. let you take two sets and then come back. Yep. 
and can't then do that if you, it slams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that that's. I think that we'll see. But he, the, he the, he's another one of my guys that I circled with the three set start. But yep. he's ready to kind of run. Yeah, exactly. Two things on Zverev, real quick, was one the the vol the the volleys in the net game. He's looking a little more comfortable, and that is because he the the forty ball exchanges. I mean, he's. I know he can do it, and he's super solid off the floor. But it's like you're six six. Put it away. Put the ball away at the net. Go forward and and make somebody pass your seven foot wingspan or whatever it is. And then on the forehand down the line shot, the shot that's he's been reluctant to kind of pull the trigger on. He seems much more comfortable getting his hip on that ball and really plowing through that down the line forehand, which is um, one that pays dividends against a guy like Medvedev, who who was daring him to hit it in round one uh, when they played ATP finals. And Zverev would not hit that shot. They played again, I think, in the finals. Zverev was ripping that ball, and Medi had no answers. So, if Zverev has that shot, he's, I think, him, oh, I think it might be a him versus Medvedev for the title. Wow. That's, that's the, and I, give there, me, there give you me, go. Give me Sasha in, uh, in four. I don't know. Alcaraz, though, I, I still like that pick, <laughs> There's man. There's some money on the that four, one. That forehand is. Heavy straight arm forehand. He's, I got it going right now. He's cracking, but no, this was a uh, a fun podcast. We'll we'll do another wrap around here. Yeah, we'll do. Let's do um. Let's do another one in the what? Like let's do a one of the quarterfinals. No, we we need to right? we need to do as many as we possibly let's can. Do it's them, the Aussie yeah. Open. We'll, let's do a fourth round. Let's do a fourth round quarterfinal, semifinal, final. Book it. All right. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Pure Tennis Podcast. Check out the merch, tennis-point.com. We've got it all. And check us out on Instagram, tennis underscore point underscore US. On TikTok, tennis underscore point. Good night, everybody. Don't stay up all night. Yep. Tennis Point Tuesday.